I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ascent Back to God, Part 2, The Meaning of Your Journey on Earth. In our last episode, we talked about you and how you were created and how you eventually came to Earth. If you haven't heard that episode, I highly recommend you listen to it because all of the episodes in this series build on one another, and it's best if you listen to them in order. Now, in this episode, we're continuing with our ascent back to God as we discuss your journey on earth and what is its purpose. Now, in the last episode, we established that you were made in the image and likeness of God. Male and female made he them. And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that our individual consciousness and conscious awareness of being began when the words I am were breathed forth from the Father, Mother, God. That I am presence, which was each of us uniquely designed, male and female, twin flames, from that same sphere of light. Now, originally twin flames embodied together a number of times over a period of 14,000 years. Seven embodiments over 14,000 years. And the purpose was for externalizing the Creator's qualities and gifts that were unique to each creation. So each of us have unique qualities and gifts. And we have a purpose that only you can fulfill. Now, in these original times, the Earth was in her pristine condition. And the structures that were built reflected the beautiful structures of the heaven world that were still so clear in the hearts and minds of those who had descended from the spirit world. The vegetation, all other expressions reflected as above, so below. These were the times of what you might refer to as golden age civilizations. And it was a time before man and woman descended into duality. And the meaning and the purpose of life in the physical realm, again, was to externalize and evolve the divine qualities of who you truly are. And then after those seven rounds of, of embodiments, the unique twin flames would reunite permanently with the I Am Presence and continue evolving in the spirit realms. Now there are many of those who have ascended in ancient times and in current times. And that growth and transcendence doesn't stop after we permanently reunite with that I am that I am. That's still our purpose and goal right now. Now at some point, each of us descended into duality and imperfection. And we're here in this world of duality and imperfection. And in our time now, when we are no longer in that pristine environment, and we're living in the times of duality, good and evil, 
we're no longer creating imperfection so that everything we think, feel, say, do, and create in the physical world, it's no longer in total reflection as above, so below. Now, we create sometimes constructively and sometimes we have miscreations. And examples might be we love, we give, we share, where we have joy, we have gratitude, but then there are times when we may be angry, we may be sorrowful, we may be depressed, we may be fearful. All of these lesser emotions are not creating at the highest level. And they might be actual miscreations. And then we have the law of cause and effect. Karma is known in the Eastern traditions. And we find that we're responsible for all of our creations throughout our embodiments, whether it's at the highest level or we misuse that divine light that is our life force. So here we are. This day and age, we find that many have lost meaning to life. You look at the rates of suicide, which have increased. In 2017, there were 47,000, over 40,000 recorded suicides. That was an increase of 24% between 1999 and 2014. And we see also depression, which is so common, most common in the ages of 18 to 25. 10.9% of those in that age bracket have experienced or are depressed. So we have to ask ourselves, how do we find meaning here, now, in a time when things aren't pristine, they aren't so clear, when so many have lost that conscious connection to their God source, the I am that I am? And we see many manifestations of this in addition to the suicide that we've already talked about, the breakdown of the family structure, the loss of vision, the um, fear, the anger, all the things that are coming out at this time. From a spiritual perspective, the inability to connect to or even perceive that there's something to connect to within each of us, that higher self, that God self, that all there is, the I am that I am, the Father, Mother, God, uh, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it is that source from which we came. And that inability to perceive that there is such a thing, because many question it, especially in the the youth, going much more toward uh, a non-religious or even a non-spiritual secular society. When you don't understand who you really are, where you've come from, what your purpose is and where you're going, that's truly a a lack of hope, a loss of hope. And then you you have all the issues in society, in modern day society, that contribute to this inability to connect or perceive something higher within from everywhere from the drugs alcohol, the tobacco, everything that that can enter in and derail us from who we really are and what our purpose really is. So 
from a spiritual perspective, the solution that we have here is to reconnect, to reconnect with who we really are, with that God within us. Remember, Jesus came, many avatars have come, many saints have come showing the way. Jesus walked the earth as a manifestation of the Christ, the Son of God, the one offspring of God, whether it's a son or daughter of God, because we manifest both polarities, actually. We embodied in the male body, we embody in a physical body of a female body over our period of evolution, because there's lessons to learn, there's things to experience by experiencing the male aspect of God and the mother-female aspect of God. These are very different, complementary, they're part of the whole. And so we are meant to embody in each of these different genders so that we can develop every aspect of our divine being. So we find that Jesus externalized perfectly and so beautifully the Christ. And the Christ is each of our true identity. We are sons and daughters of God. We were made in his image and likeness. So the Christ and the Christ consciousness is our true identity. So Jesus manifested what we are supposed to do. And he even told us that's what we're supposed to do. You can do these things and even greater because I've done them and I'm going on to my father. I'm accelerating. You can accelerate. And you think about how uh, unbelievable the things that Jesus did in the time and place that he embodied in the Middle East, where, look at his disciples, they were just rough fishermen and very uh, rough men in many cases. And yet, there he was, showing them a higher way. Instead of just perceiving Jesus was someone historical who walked on the earth and it has nothing to do with us. Or another perception that people have is it's, it's, really, um, it's really not real. He didn't even exist. He's some phantom in the sky. You hear that a lot in these days. Or Jesus is God, totally separate from us, something we can never achieve. And we become idolatrous, actually. And Jesus never taught that. He said, the kingdom of heaven is within you, within each of us. That's a huge key, and we can do greater things than he did. Now, how is that possible unless we, too, are sons and daughters of God? So how do we connect? How do we reconnect in a conscious way? We're always connected to our source, or we wouldn't even be an embodiment. We're receiving energy constantly from our, our source. It, it maintains our life in the physical world. And when that light is withdrawn, it's called death. And we don't have the power over death at this point. So there is a power greater than us. And it's, it's demonstrated just by the fact that we're born, we have our experiences, and we leave this world in a very short time. So how do we connect? I've talked about this in previous episodes, but it's very important that we understand that the connection to our higher self, our divine self, the I am that I am, the I am presence within us, is 
through our heart. Now, not our physical heart per se, but the physical heart is just an outer manifestation of our spiritual heart center. It's a powerful force of light. And now, even in the physical heart, keep in mind, there's a part in the physical heart that surgeons know that they must avoid during surgery. And if they were to enter that space and penetrate in there, they will lose their patient. It causes a death. So there is a sacred space within even our physical hearts as equivalent in the spiritual realm that's called a chakra or a spinning energy focal point of light. So it's through the heart, that center, that frequency, that we connect to our own I am presence. And I am is the consciousness. When you say I am, you can say I am whether you have a physical body or emotional body, mental body, memory body. It is pure consciousness. So when you connect to that I am and you use those words knowing that those words are the creative power within you. When you create, you speak the word, you put positive things, you put things after the words I am that you want to become, to be, to create. If you put negative words after I am, when people are feeling worthless or despondent or whatever, it just creates more of that. And because like attracts like and the universe returns to us what we put out, we then have more of what we're putting out to the universe coming back to us. The law of cause and effect. What you sow, you reap. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We see these laws both in the spiritual teachings of the world as well as our science. So it's very important when you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, or someone's really locked into an incredibly depressed cycle in their life, just by being around you and hopefully even talking with you, they can be lifted. They can be lifted just enough to start to perceive that there's something better than the place they've been in. Now, the way, again, we can connect is through meditation, contemplation. Now, people meditate in very, very different ways. There's many different methods. To me, one of the very most basic methods is just to be still and quiet and then let yourself enter. And one way to move from the head to the heart is to just visualize a drop of water dropping from your head to a pool of water in your heart. And then you can feel and see the ripples. And then you start to sense there is that actual frequency, energy, a force field of light that is the heart space. Put your hand over your heart if that helps. Whatever helps you to get into your heart. And probably one of the best ways is to really think of someone or something that you dearly love. And when you tune into that love, whether it be a child or a pet or 
an amazing experience going back to some joyful time of your life. Reconnect with that energy, with that memory, and feel that love for that person or that pet or that experience or whatever. And re-feel that. And that puts you back into your heart space. And you can just be in that heart space and just observe your thoughts. You can't try and push your thoughts. It's impossible to not think at all. Just observe. But the more you enter into that heart space, the more you enter into the eternal now, where all is well, all is peaceful, you have no worries or concerns. And in that space, you can ask for guidance. You can ask questions. You may hear an answer through thought. You may feel an answer. You may just know an answer. Or you may not get an answer right then. It doesn't matter. Be in that heart space. Return to that heart space and know that this is where you can connect. This is where you can ask. And your answer may come later. It may come from what someone just says to you as they're just talking in conversation. It could come in any way. So there are methods of, of meditation. You can go through a lead meditation where someone is speaking and directing you to experience certain things imagine, visualize. Visualizing is a very powerful force of creation that we have. And you might think, well, I can't visualize. I don't know how to do that. You just imagine it. And if you can't imagine it, then you imagine, well, how would it be if I could do that? Literally, imagination is a power of our mind to create. That's how man grows. That's how great new discoveries come about. That's how beautiful music, all these things, art, all these things that come to our planet, these great new scientific discoveries. It's because we perceive beyond where our mind is at the moment. Your purpose on earth is to outpicture those divine qualities that God has given you is your unique purpose, your unique plan. And then return for that reunion at the end of that cycle in what we call the ascension, which happens on a daily basis. You ascend day by day. And at one point in your evolution, just like the early souls that that evolved on the planet, one day we reunite with that I Am Presence and we become an ascended master, a cosmic being, a being that moves on and creates within the universe and the cosmos and moves on and on in our evolution, just as those who've already done this before us. I have a course. You're welcome to go to my website at nancyshowalter.com and look at this course. I have some free things out there for you, but I also have a course on discovering your purpose. And if you are at that point where that's meaningful for you, check it out. might be just what you need. So until we meet again, 
next week. Remember, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week. 